and talking about having a very strong brand recall and recognition how is it now that you have moved into this new location location yeah um it's different um but i, I like i was talking to some guests the other day and while i was talking to them i was actually realizing that it's like it feels like uh boho has grown together with me like in the beginning it was like a, a bit of a rebel and it was like in this uh, small crazy street and then it kind of grew up and then it was um we had Prin uh, princess girl in christian's house and then we were in tohalane and in uh Frihonskel, then corona came and then was that was crazy but anyways um i had a son in the meantime during corona and um and now we're family we're more like calm people and we live in Bellevue ourselves so now it feels like this is like the grown-up version of a bow yeah uh and not being yeah. the the teenager anymore um so it kind of feels like this is the manifest of a, a grown-up boho and i think it's it's an interesting perspective that it it grows and it grows as you grow yeah. as an individual yes. because you are pretty much the heart and soul yeah. of organic boho mm. right yeah and yeah being in here in the location where well, how do you how do you describe your space um how do i describe my space um I wanted to, um, that was probably the most important thing for me was I wanted to uh, communicate a vibe when people came in. I wanted to give them a little little uh, vacation vibe when they came in, uh, even though it could be, let's say, raining outside or sunny like we have today. It's a perfect day. A lot of people are on vacation and we are in a, in a, in a family area. So, um, but it's the perfect perfect uh family vibe and vacation vibe so that's what i'm actually trying to describe i totally agree because when you come in you feel rested like a small like vacation feel with all the bamboo rattan chairs and just a wide space i think that also helps yeah that that was also what we we're going for with um like with the plants and with the um like the bamboo furniture and the bamboo lamps the pictures of surfing and vacation ocean uh we still need to get up some more plants um to make it more green in yeah in the ceiling but um and obviously we have a super nice space uh outside with the outdoor um uh outdoor seating and we have the fountain and the big park oh. yeah so it's like now it's all coming together and i just put like huge pictures of sangria on the menu yesterday <laughs> i saw that yesterday saw that, i'm yeah. like okay okay yes we're coming yeah. here today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what's the menu all about in this your, your your flagship the menu is actually um i've always been very careful about changing the menu because it's actually been the same for almost seven years Uh, more or less, with smaller modifications, just improvements, I would call it. Um, but we're making easy food, easy, understandable food. Um, we're focusing mostly on um, just making sure that uh, you're full 
-hmm. obviously. And did you have uh, a really good, uh, tasteful experience? Because we're trying to, since the beginning, being 100% plant-based, you're constantly fighting uh, prejudice about uh, taste, texture, price, sourcing, I could go on and on and on mm. and on and on. So I think it's very important that you are um, that you have a menu that is uh, easy, tastes good, and will make you full and satisfied. So that is our menu. So we have always been doing the wraps and the salads and the burgers and the brunch. Yeah, yeah. So, but it uh, the, obviously the um, the menu has also grown together with uh, with me or with us um, to have more uh, kitty. We call them the little bojitos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have like a kitty menu and now we're actually adding some more items, like a more uh, dinner menu. So like a risotto, um, a mushroom pasta, different things. So it's it's things that people, they actually know because that's, that is absolutely the easiest way to reach people. Yeah. Yeah. Something they already know and identify and have eaten. Yes. And in here, I'm sure it's it's about the taste as well. That absolutely, absolutely. So that's what we're working on almost all the time. That is the taste, taste and texture, and we're trying to stay uh, as far away as possible from like. Um, let's say like uh yeah all these uh meat substitute yeah. so the only thing that we have is like the um, like we have this uh vegan uh schnitzel mm -hmm. uh, and we have the chicken nuggets mm -hmm. from like meat so it's a soybean product uh instead of like this wheat product right um so and with with a lot of um trying to stay away from also is like uh, too much salt um because a lot of the substitute Uh, has a lot has a lot of salt or like just wheat protein or starch just in general so we want to show people that just plain greens uh with a lot of seasoning the right dressings and things like that the right processing can taste amazing yeah and i resonate with that as well like yeah. we want it to be as natural as possible so the food is made from scratch and yeah. into your plate exactly also because it it I feel that it can actually uh, have the opposite effect if you're trying to, first of all, trying too hard. Uh, second, of all, uh, second of all, if you're trying to um, um, cook a dish where you're, like you can get uh, this uh, sal salmon thing or you can get shrimps, vegan, all of these uh, things to me are disturbing. It's just plain disturbing to see mm -hmm. like this is not a sh uh, shrimp, this is plain starch or gluten or whatever uh, and it doesn't make sense uh, because I don't want the taste of the ocean from something that's not the ocean if you know what I mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so no that that's not something that we're gonna do I think I have tasted most of our menu mm -hmm. and also this one I'm, I'm not sure actually because it's my first time to be here But I looked at the menu and you have, as you've mentioned, you are careful in changing the menu. So everything is familiar yeah. except for the drinks. You have, I guess, a wider selection of drinks. Yes. Um, also, we have alcohol. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. We had that um, 
a period in uh, in Crescent Town, mm-hmm. um, but the place wasn't big enough to to actually store the, the alcohol that we actually wanted because we're not fanatic in any way. We want to appeal, um, obviously, to all kinds of people. So um, <clears throat> it can be, you know, the parents that wants like a, a glass of wine or like let's say an abrol or whatever it is. But everything has this uh, boho twist. And that is also something that you um, expect to have when you're on holiday. Because, like I was saying before, that we want to communicate this this holiday vibe or vacation vibe. So they should be able to get a glass of wine or a glass of sangria or whatever it may be. So, But we're still having organic wine. Yeah, um, natural, organic. Bio, all of this. Um, Yeah. How are you keeping up with the price changes? The price increase right now yeah. and you're organic yes uh we have um we have had to lower our organic um mark because it's simply not uh, profitable to um to actually run a business as it is right now you're, we are struggling with uh post-covid consequences um we're struggling with war um consequences and yeah many other things uh in general it it is very difficult to be 100% organic and plant based um you need to be on top of your sourcing your negotiation with suppliers uh have multiple suppliers uh and so on and so on so there are a bunch of things that we need to stay on top on um uh, but right now it is very very challenging and that's also why our menu is constructed as it is because we can, um, as you see, many of the ingredients are, um, we are applying them to many of the different um, dishes that we have. Like you can get the chicken burger, you can get the chicken uh, wrap and you can get it in a salad as well. So um, we are trying to buy volume mm-hmm. um, and we are trying to make sure that we have no waste yeah. at all. So that that's also how we do it. That's also cost going somewhere if you have a waste, but also just being in a kitchen where you have, if not zero waste, less waste than the average. And I guess it's the same with us because yeah. we are also organic, but you have to be balanced in mm. your bottom line. Yeah. Right? And Otherwise, you know, you it's not, then it's just a... Uh, a passionate business, but no. not a profitable business. Yeah, and we are all so everybody is trying to make a living as well, and Very we fat. need to because I yes. think our purpose is higher. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We're not here, or that I can't pick up from you. We're not here to make money, but we're here to provide um, healthy. Mm. That's for you. Yeah. Right? healthy um, plant-based food where it tastes tastes good and have a space where people can come in and relax and and overall impact have an impact into the planet yeah absolutely that's the most important thing um so our main goal is obviously to reduce the carbon footprint uh with every meal that we serve because our philosophy is that that's a meal um that could have been um, with animal products, so that's uh, that's that's how we are trying to uh, play our part mm-hmm. in um, yeah, in just um, saving the planet. 
And you've been doing that for a long seven, time. <laughs> a long, long time. Yeah. I have so much respect. Thank you so much. For you, for what you do, and for the things that you have accomplished that actually influenced this whole food space. Because back, back then, when you started, and now, it's completely different. Completely different. And also, I just wanted to tell you, like, we, um, we, we came back to Roskilde Festival after five years. So, and we were very anxious about how is this going to play out? Mm -hmm. Because how, how has the, the vegan food scene, how has it uh, changed? Or um, how has it grown? For the last five years, also with the uh, with the COVID that was just uh, there for a couple of years, and with the war, and yeah, so very anxious to come back to Roskilde. Um, but we had the most amazing experience, and we had a lot of customers. I had not in my wildest wildest uh, dreams um, expectations like that. But the best thing was that we, when we came into food court, which uh, food court hall, which is uh, the biggest uh, like food scene mm -hmm. in Roskilde Festival, almost everyone was more or less vegan, that or vegetarian. That that was very surprising. I knew that everybody should have like let's say at least one that's uh, from fully vegan. Yeah, they they have to um, buy Roskilde. So, but. Um, a lot of people, they can be like, yeah, we have fries or, you know, something like that. But everybody actually made an effort. Um, so I think that was very nice to see and just to see how it changed. It's changed so much. And from the beginning where I had to, when I was telling people that were serving vegan food, they were like, is that a religion? And, and what can what can you do um, other than like, you, okay, if you cannot eat meat, um, can you wear this or can you do that and blah, blah, blah. I was actually very um, afraid in the beginning. And, um, and, and that, was, um, that was kind of counterproductive on what we were or where I was trying to take it because they were afraid that we were like them or something like that. Um, so I remember we also had <clears throat> um, like animal protection um organizations coming into the restaurant saying uh hi can we put this uh, poster of uh like a, a killed uh, animal can we put this up in your restaurant and i was like i i totally support your cause but no you cannot mm -hmm. because then i'm gonna be out of business if i'm gonna have like all these uh murdered animals on my walls then people are gonna lose their appetite it's not something that you want to be reminded you just want to yeah. know that you're actually not contributing to this but you don't need to have like the blood in your face yeah and yeah. And, and we need to be more inclusive and and have yes. that mindset that everybody's walk in fact we need to welcome everybody yeah. right yeah. um so but okay being or running a plant-based kitchen is one thing and just being in the industry, it seems like we're putting off fire every five minutes. Do yeah. you relate to that? Um, or maybe not anymore at the moment? No, I, I, I feel like, um, I feel like it's, uh, it's more stable. I, I know that it's, uh, it's still hard. Um, but I think like the best thing that we actually did was to start over. Mm-hmm starts from from scratch again to do it right to do it um 
easier because we had so much experience, but but we were just uh, influenced by small locations, um, not the right uh, people, many, many, many dif- different things. So when you get a chance to actually start over, um, do it. Yeah. Even though it's hard work. <laughs> yeah. What keeps yeah. you going? Just, oh, it's, it's actually many things, but I would say like every time I have uh, a guest or customer coming and saying like, this was amazing. I cannot believe there was no meat. That is, that is the number one. Um, number two, um, to be able to be creative in, um, in many, many different aspects. Like, um, uh, if I want to decide to like, for, for instance, we're going to implement, uh, ice cream mm-hmm. soon. Um, we want to make our own products as well. We have many, many different ideas. Um, we, we can decide. And that is, um, that is the gift. I don't need to. Yeah, of course, I need to talk to my <laughs> talk to my boyfriend, but I don't need to to talk to uh, a boss. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, do. maybe he is the boss. <laughs> no, but um, but I understand that you that there's a lot of room to express creativity. Yeah, exactly. And and you are that creative yes. person. Yeah, and you can grow into that aspect of your life yeah. while running a business yeah yeah it's uh it's it's amazing but it's also like um like for instance now to be back in Roskilde festival and uh since be, also because we have been using those five years of not being in Roskilde to build a brand mm-hmm. and we could really feel that okay people it was just implied like yeah we want to go to boho not the organic boho but just let's go to boho so it was very like, okay, they really know us. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, when it, when it's, you're in it, then you don't have the, um, the same eyes as, uh, everyone outside has. Um, so that was fun to, to experience that. But it's also amazing to, uh, to see and to feel that, okay, we have a big customer like Iron Man, like really trusting us. That's like the, the, best at athletes um and it's uh, such a um, it's such a important customer to us or relationship to have with them because they are really really helping us uh, on a very um important journey um yeah so i can sense that this is such a huge achievement yeah it really be is there because it's not only putting your brand and what you do in in a very big space where everybody gets to see it but it's also in collaboration which is one of you know like yeah. your values right yeah like absolutely using the genius of everybody yeah uh, around and in, co- in collective way and iron man is such a huge activity in here exactly and you're feeding these athletes with your food yeah i exactly. just feel like oh. yeah i need to pinch myself also but but it's um it's an i'm so so happy about this collaboration it's um, almost like a monumental yeah experience and definitely and it seems like a brand that goes hand in hand yes 
because this is your second time. This is our second time. Yeah. So same. means that they chose us again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yes. Are you sure about this? <laughs> yes. I have so many questions. Like, how do you maintain beautiful food with Iron Man, for example? Yeah. And because that the quality gets the first um, hit. impact, yeah. right? hit mm. when when it comes to a thousand people you're feeding yeah. and so on and so yeah. forth. But um, actually. Like, it's um, of, of course you you need to have uh, the steps mm-hmm. of the of the kitchen line to have you know procedure and procedure and procedure and procedure all the way through. For instance, in in Roskilde Festival, we were uh, we had twenty eight um, volunteers, and then I we were like five Lloyd people. Um, and we we cannot work all the time, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, we had like a, a line and we had really, really good training. So everybody would see like before it came out, we would like double check. Okay, is this what we want to send? Is this what we want to send? Is this what we want to send? And we had thousands and thousands of customers. And it, you know, people, they still wanted to like Instagram it and TikTok and whatever. All the young people they use now. But it's... um that is that was the goal um to not compromise yeah yeah and you can see that yeah. people posting on on instagram and social media and it's just there the consistency is there yeah it it has to it has to yeah. we obviously we have also been struggling with consistency and expression and all of these uh different things because it's um it's an organic thing it's it, it grows and and you want to express yourself in different ways and maybe that's also something that I have learned because in the beginning I remember I was like one day let's do everything green <laughs> <laughs> next day now it's purple so and then <laughs> then you have some employees that are like you know what I cannot work like this <laughs> you need to know what it means to work in a kitchen so but then I started learning learning the hard way yeah having people that was actually from the industry telling me like okay if you want this okay you're really disrupting everything that we was taught but if you want this we need to do it like this okay fine so I was making compromises all the time and sometimes I was just like I want it like this I know it's not possible or it's difficult or it's uh, expensive or it doesn't make sense but I want it like this. It makes sense to me. So, but yeah, again, learning and learning and learning. Yeah. I wish I would. I have more time with you because it's such a pleasure, but also such a, a learning moment for me just to be here and listening to you. Thank you. And just very refreshing environment to be here. But I'm just happy that we have this time. Yes. And maybe we could do another We episode. can do a part two. Yeah, do a <laughs> yes. part two. And thank you so much for being here with me today. You are thank such you. an inspiration. I've said this already. Thank you so much. But you have inspired me and what we do as well at OHA about just be all in and, you know, yeah. don't be afraid of. No. Yeah. Never be afraid. No, we are not afraid. That's good. for sure. But very good food. Um. I'm happy to be back here and also have a very good juice that you have on the menu. I'm definitely going to try the sangria. 
<laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to. And you're in walking distance, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no problem. No, yeah. no, I can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to work. <laughs> back to work. <laughs> yes. But uh, thank you so much. You're and welcome and thank you for coming. And all the best to all the other endeavors that you have. And maybe get some rest after Roskle. Yes, definitely. And all the festivals. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to finish the second so, Iron Man and and then I'm gonna then we're gonna take some vacation. Holiday. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. And You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Feel free to share it with others and spread the word. I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of the Launchbox Podcast. Mm-hmm.